As a cloud leader at Deloitte, I get to work every day with innovators who don't just wonder what's possible, they engineer it with cloud. If you're one of those people, you'll like Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, where my co-host Mike Cabas and I talk with business leaders and explore how to use cloud to impact business models, revenue streams, workplace cultures, AI adoption, and more. Join me, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud, where you get your podcasts. Why wait until Friday to start your weekend? Go ahead, start right now. You're thirsty now, and 93.7 The Ticket is here to help you stock up. Just in time for the weekend, when I like to hit the clubs. Time to broaden your horizons and try some new wine and beer. It's Thirsty Thursday with Kevin Meyer from Meyer's Cork and Bottle. There's one. Clean. Just in time for the weekend. Clean. I'm not really a club guy. Never have been, but, you know. You'd fit in. You think? I think so. Screw cap today. Sounds like I'm cracking (laughs) my knuckles. Gentlemen, how we doing? It is a a great day inside. Better than yesterday. Yesterday Sun is out. The the wind is picking up, though, like 40-mile-an-hour gusts. It's it's pretty brutal. Uh, We'll stay inside. What up, DP? (laughs) We'll stay inside. What up, Kevin? I was listening on my way over. I I figured I better say, what up, DP? It's the only way you get in. That's right. That's That's how we get it. That's how we get it. Well, do you want to start right away? You want to start with a little uh, like World Series talk, or what do you want? What do you want to do? Well, World Series is over. You think it's over? It's over. It's one one. What are you talking it's about? It's over. How's, I, your, how's I, your pitching down there in Houston? The the the, the 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 mystique was 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 the thing that was going to carry the Braves. Yeah, like in believing that they were untouchable and that they were those guys. But reality sets in, and you realize there's depth in that lineup. On the other side, guys oh, yeah. who have been in that situation before, have been in that place, and they will play at home with fans that they have not seen all year, and it will look different, and it will sound different, and it will affect them. The Braves will eat it. The, the Astros will eat it up. Like, mm, thank you. This is tell us we're the villains. Yeah, and feed on the energy. And I'll feed off of it. And where are you at? For the life of me, though, why do you keep? Pitching Altuve inside, dude's a dead pole hitter. Don't understand why. Why would you put anything on the in, inside half of the plate? You get cute, cute to get you beat. Uh, it's, it makes no sense beat. to me. Cute I mean, to get you beat. Uh, even if he does make connection, it's it's going to be, you know, it, it'll be an easy easy out or maybe even a double play ball. Yeah. And, and they continue to pitch him inside yeah. and let him pull the ball. It makes yeah. no sense. They, they still he's still underdog. Like I think he's just where he that should be the name on the back of his shirt, underdog. I'm too little to hurt you. Yeah, when you're five five, <laughs> five, five I suppose he's right? been called that his whole life. Right. What All do right, you got? Let's for? get to some wine. So this is from the Wagner family, and um, as always, I I try to remain topical week to week and uh, draw some parallels between what's happening in the sports world and and what's happening at Myers Cork and Bottle, and so there, therefore this wine is called Conundrum, because my feelings are in a conundrum about. Uh, about this Husker football team. I, I love them. I think they are better. I think they are more skilled. And I just think that they haven't lived up to their potential yet. So uh, my whole emotional makeup and, and feelings about Husker football are in a conundrum. Therefore, I brought in the Conundrum Red from the uh, Wagner family out in Napa Valley, California. Another reason why this wine is called Conundrum is because it's a blend of a whole bunch of different grape types that normally you wouldn't blend together. Hmm. 
there are sort of traditional blends like Cabin Merlot is a traditional blend. They also would put in maybe some smaller percentages of Cabernet Franc. Well, this adds some Syrah, some Petite Syrah, some Zinfandel, so a whole bunch of different things. And so, therefore, they call it a conundrum. Um, this family likes to build their wines to a particular flavor profile. And when I say that, what I mean is there are various techniques, there are various ingredients, there are various things that winemakers can do in order to make their wine taste a certain way. And so their style uh, uses some uh, some various extracts, some vanilla. Uh, you get a lot of really strong black cherry, a, little, a lot of strong vanilla. You get a lot of plum. Uh, but this is just a great sipping wine. It's a great altogether. Just you can drink it by itself, but it's also going to go well with a wide variety of foods. And we also have a new low price on these. We started getting some uh, better buys on them, and so they went from thirty bucks a bottle down to sixteen ninety nine, almost wow. half the price. Um, and that's been sort of unheard of since the Conundrum Red was even invented. I'm I'm going to surprise you by saying that of all the wines you brought in so far. This is one that would be problematic for me because I could drink it easily hmm. a lot. It's too fast. It's too easy. Like it's like it's too easy. It's like oh, okay, so we're drinking wine. Like this is wine drink. This is this isn't tasting. This isn't savoring. This wine is for drinking. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's a hundred percent spot on in my book too. I, I that's what I would say about this. Is it's like. Like large mouthfuls. It's yeah. super smooth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Large mouthfuls of wine. Was, it, that, was that white men can't jump? It's too easy. Too easy. <laughs> it's too easy. Too easy, Billy Howe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is, I think, the first time, and, and I get no credit for it because I didn't say it, but I was thinking, oh, man, vanilla is, is what what just punches me in the face with this right before you said it. So I don't, I don't think I've ever gotten a tasting note correct on this show before. Uh, but I, I got Expo's that one. Facto. Yes. Yeah, right, right. Perfect. So I stole your thunder. I, you did, I, which apologies. was okay. No, it's okay. But that's what I get from this is just a, a punch of vanilla right up front, which I think is contributing to how smooth it goes down and how it almost feels It almost feels like a dessert wine. It's not as big and heavy and strong as a dessert wine, but it almost gives you just memories of a dessert. Yes, it has that tasteability drinkability of a dessert wine but without the sugariness of mm -hmm. a dessert wine mm -hmm. but it is very fruit forward as they would say in the wine world i know it sounds like a pretentious verbiage but uh, what they mean by that is that when you take a sip you get all the fruit up front like right away and, and then and and of course the vanilla as well and then after you've you know, tasted the wine and then the finish, that's when the tannin comes through and the other residual flavors start to come through, uh, perhaps some earthiness and, and whatnot. But it is almost too easy, <laughs> as they say. It really is. Like, this is, I, I immediately think of friends who don't know what wine to drink. This is the wine for them to drink. Would you say they're in a conundrum? Yes. Yeah. Well, this ends. This ends. Ends the conundrum. This, this ends, ends the conundrum. It, this ends it because it's like okay. Let's when they say uh, let's get a bottle and drink. Yeah. This is what they're talking about. This is that bottle. Yeah. And not only that, but I think you totally nailed it when you say this is a red wine that I could serve to people that don't normally drink red mm -hmm. wine but mm -hmm. want to drink red wine. Mm -hmm. This is would be that gateway red for a lot this of people. This is this is the lane. This is the most drinkable in volume wine that you brought in. So a guy could get in trouble on a, yep. on a couple bottles of this. Fellas, just remember the name because it'll be it'll be your best friend later. Could create some conundrums, one might say, uh, especially if it's now half price. I mean, whew. 
Yeah, it's Ooh, you know it's thirty two dollar bottle for sixteen bucks. That's a win. Absolutely, and and it's one of those things that I had to kind of bite and scratch because what's interesting in the wine world is that they will give special pricing to restaurants to get their wines placed on the wine list, and sure. it, it, it's it's almost like they're paying for advertising. They also know that restaurants are going to do them by the glass, yeah. so they may have a little bit of waste factor going on there. So, but restaurants are always going to get much better profit margin than retail stores are. Usually, double, uh, sometimes triple what we would charge. Um, but we have the right licensing. Uh, we have an on-premise license. We have our tasting room. We have all of the other uh, factors that a restaurant has in order to get the buy-the-glass pricing, and we finally were able to obtain that from our supplier after fighting and biting and scratching and maybe yelling a few curse words nice. at them. So, well, Can you tell them the maker and the name one more time? Yes. Yeah, so some this folks is, just tuned in. Yeah, Conundrum Red. Uh, from Wagner Family Wines. Uh, this is actually basically its own brand. You can go to conundrumwines.com if you want to learn more about it. Um, ABV is 14.6, and it is a blend of multiple grape types, including Cabernet Syrah, Merlot, Petite Syrah, Zinfandel, and uh, a host of others. How do you spell it? Fun. C-O-N-U-N-D-R-U-N. Fun. F-U-N. F-U-N. <laughs> What's next? All right. So Sierra Nevada, Celebration Fresh Hop. Now, I decided, you know, we're not doing any holiday beers prior to Halloween. But this is just celebration, it says. and We're not calling this a holiday beer? Well, no. We're okay. not. Okay. We're celebrating okay. the harvest of the hops. Okay. And what the hops. It's a lot of snow on that can. Okay, you're right. <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of cool in the gang on that, on that can. The... Uh, <laughs> So this is the time of year where they harvest the hops out of the hop fields. And normally when brewers brew with hops, those hops have been dried, ground up, and then pelletized. This beer is made with the whole fresh hop and not pelletized. And, uh, and it's the only time of year that you can do it because it's the only time of year where they're harvesting the hops, unless you're in the southern hemisphere where those seasons are mixed around. Um, I brought this in because I want to throw DP a curveball. So the thing is about hops is that they add a bitterness to beer. And, and I don't know that DP is a bitter beer guy. Uh, they will also add sometimes a piney uh, kind of complexity. Um, depending on the style, it can also add some fruitiness. It just kind of depends on the type of hops. Um, but uh, I thought I'd bring it in because it's a fresh beer made with fresh hops comes out this time of year in ready for getting ready for the upcoming holidays and whatnot and uh, it's from sierra nevada which is one of the oldest microbreweries in the united states rules of the game as a hitter on the curveball stay back be patient and attack stay back be patient and attack as he goes in for the sip chug 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 recognize the spin oh this is a I took this oppo gap <laughs> double. Yeah? Double. You're in? You held the hands in and took the, let the barrel of the bat do the work? Elbow through, knob to the ball, stayed ho. <laughs> head back, hands smooth, and then finish where you like, up into the gap. That's where this is. Very nice. Very nice. nice. So crisp, clean, fresh, a little bit of bitterness on the mm-hmm. back end, a little more amber in color than yeah. what you might Yeah, I was, I was thinking we don't, a, see, it, we don't see a lot of IPAs that look like that. That's, it's a grown-up beer. It's Indeed. It's There's a grown-up beer. A co- co- lot of complexity there. The caramelization of the hops does add a little caramely note in the mid-palate, I think. 
Uh, but then that bitterness comes in on the back end. Not so much piney, but I don't know. what Mark, what would you... Uh... Yeah, it, it's definitely more West Coast than what we typically find around here in our IPA. So it's got a little bit of that, I think. But but the malts, I think, hold that down a lot. I need yeah. a burger know? with this. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. I mean, you can almost chew this like, this beer a little bit. Right you know? like off it's, the it's grill. It's got some substance to it. Yep, that, that it's got... It's it's a word we don't use enough for, for, for beer, but substance. Yes. Full substance beer. While still being crisp, which is a nice kind of mm-hmm. balance of it. It is crisp, but it, it. I know I'm drinking something. I feel it, you know? This so, is also a, a statement of love, because if you give this to a friend who's never had it, they're going to appreciate you. Because you gave it some thought, and this has flavor. They'll, they'll remember this oh, one. Oh, it has flavor. Yeah. Like, they'll remember this one. Well, and it's one of those things that you wouldn't necessarily seek out for yourself, and that, to me, is part of the, the beauty in what I get to do, is I get to expose people to some things that they normally wouldn't. And even if they don't love it right away, they've experienced it, and they can draw on that experience later on when they're trying other things. Uh, again, and so it, it's it's expanding your horizons, it's expanding your palate, and expanding your knowledge about what's out there in terms of the wine and beer world. No, I... I I know you tried to trick me, <laughs> but you didn't. This is a win. All you're, right. You're two for two again. Boom. Just stay hot. Stay hot, All right. Kevin Meyer. Stay All right. hot. I'll keep the, the this, knob of the bat <laughs> through yeah, this the is zone. Like when you found a good bullpen pitcher right yeah, now. Yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, look. Uh, Bedrosian, yeah. he's not much of a starter, but he's quite the, quite the closer. <laughs> well, the other thing I thought was interesting about this is that most parts of the world, wine is considered a food. It's not considered a beverage. Mm-hmm. Beer is considered a beverage pretty much universally. Now, this is sort of a converse thing where this wine, I think, is more of a beverage mm. and the beer is more of a food. And like you said, I could I need a, almost a burger or something to eat with this. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it, it's meant for more of that style of consumption versus just throwing back a few uh, 12 ounce curls with the boys. Quite um, the conundrum, really. Quite. the One might say. <laughs> one might say. As it would say. Let's celebrate. Sierra Nevada, <laughs> Vala, Sierra Nevada, <laughs> Sierra Nevada celebration, fresh hop IPA from our, uh, out in West Coast in California. So two for two, back to back California he, products. He, he Tony Gwynn did again. Do we get to go full on Christmas beer now, starting next week? after after Halloween? After Halloween, yes. Well, ho- ho- winter, Christmas, Halloween, or er, you know, holiday, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, I'm, book me for this segment then for if the next two months. To, yeah, you're gonna. Force, I'm in on that. Yeah, that's it. Let's do it. I'm all about it. What do you, what do you feature? Tis the season. What are you featuring at the store? Oh man, we just got in a whole bunch of holiday beers today. Yes. I like I didn't know what to choose, but um, there are a handful of staples that I make sure that I must try every year because the beers are different every year and they purposely make them different every year. Uh, this one is one of them. Uh, the Sierra Nevada Celebration. Uh, the Anchor Christmas beer is another one. That one's totally different. Sometimes. It's full of clove and nutmeg and cinnamon, and, and it's almost like maple syrup. Uh, there are other times where it's a little more spruce tip, and, and so it just changes all the time. But that's another one. Samuel Smith's Winter Welcome. Samuel Smith is an English brewery, uh, and it was sort of one of those gateway beers for me that got me liking craft beer back in the 90s when I was just a 20-something-year-old kid uh, working at Myers Cork and Bottle while I was in college and, and got me, you know, off of Bush Light and Bud Heavies. So um, 
those we'll bring in, and then we'll bring in a few surprises as well throughout the season. From the Sardar Hammond text line, uh, ask Kevin for me, please, when does cold snap come out on tap? Cold snap? Mm-hmm. I don't know when it comes out. Okay. I, I'm a, I imagine it would come out soon. Um, it seems like all of them are releasing, you know, between now and the next two weeks. Uh, as far as comes out on tap, I don't deal a lot with keg stuff. Um, simply because they're just a pain in my backside and the profit margins are trash. <laughs> and so, yeah, we'll do kegs, but we don't play a whole lot with them. I would check with your local craft uh, craft beer bar to find out when Cold Snap comes Mark. out. Uh, I'm not giving them a free pub. <laughs> hey, I, I know all about the craft beer bars, but uh, they don't advertise here. Yet. Oh, the, yeah, yet. Yet. <laughs> yet. We'll work on that. There we go. We'll work That's on right. That. Kevin, well done. Look, again, your streak is, I don't know what you're going to do with your streak, though. I, I'm just going to keep it going, baby. It's like the that's sellout streak. It'll be I'm controversial at some point. Hey, you hang, <laughs> hang with Uncle Kev. It's going to be a good night. Right, that I can do. All Thank right. you. Thank you, kind sir. It's Kevin Meyer. Meyer Cork and Bottle. Uh, 50 bucks. Oh, yeah. If I you're willing to sing karaoke right after Nick. 50 bucks. And there's there's only two judges, Mark and Nick. If they give you a thumbs up. Nick's a judge. Well, he's going to have to sing. First, I know. So. I know he's singing, but you're letting him judge. Well, I, yeah, I got to give something. Okay, I, okay. I got to do something. So <laughs> call now four two four six four five six eight five. Kevin Meyer, thank you, kind sir. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on ninety three seven The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave single with a ten-piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave single, Dave single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price.